Hey everybody, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Instructor9 and welcome back to my thoughts. Uh, today we're doing Pretty Little Liars. We're doing all of season three because I decided to binge it all in the past few days. And I was originally going to break it up in the house, but I didn't do that. So let's jump right into it with It Happened That Night, uh, season three, episode one. So five months after Mona is revealed to be A, the liars are drinking at a slumber party, talking about their summer before they begin their senior year in high school. Emily, who is grieving Maya, drinks too much alcohol and goes missing. (laughs) And the girls find Emily at Allison's grave holding a shovel, and they find that Allison's body is missing from the coffin, and the girls then promise to keep this a secret. They dispose of all the evidence connected them to that night, including all of Emily's clothes. Hannah secretly begins to visit Mona at Riley Institute, the doctor encourages her to um, her visits, though the girls think she's crazy when they find out. And the doctor is Ren. And then we cut to where Spencer visits Garrett in jail, who asks for her mom to be his lawyer. In return for information about Elsie's body and being implies A is not gone. The girls return to Moses Lair to find it empty. As Spencer's car alarms goes off outside, they rush outside and all four girls receive a text from the new A and see switches of them when they sit at, um, at Allie's grave. I so did not say that right. So basically, all the pictures should have them at the grave as like a setup. So, yeah. It was a good episode. I gave it a strong B+, almost A-. And um, I just thought it was kind of crazy. Like, you would think after two years of this bullshit... <laughs> Allegedly two years. Uh, <laughs> I think for this, it's only been like a year and some change. Maybe two. Maybe. <clears throat> that they would literally would not do that just because, you know, things ha- have been happening. <laughs> so, with A and crap. So, uh, I guess they thought like, oh, since A is like, this Mona's like, you know, bye-bye. They're like, oh, we can just kind of do whatever. And so, um, literally, this episode, it was really good, but I was just missing a few things. But over that, it was a good episode. Then we go to episode two, Blood is the New Black, where Emily struggles to complete a makeup test for English, but Ella completes it for her and gives her a good grade, a 94. That's a really good grade. If you're trying to just pass a student and, like, go with, like, an 85 or something, not, like, a 94. Like, come on. Then, Garrett tells Spencer that someone has them all fooled and that med- medical records don't lie. Hannah is still uh, seeing Mona, who is catatonic, like she does not respond to anything, unless when she leaves, then she responds. Then, Caleb confronts Hannah, who tells him that she's been visiting Mona and they get visiting her together. Mona asks Hannah if she's still giving the text messages again, but doesn't answer to any further questions from Hannah. The liars catch Jenna looking at the earring that they planted in the girls' bathroom at school. So Jenna's not blind, and they decide to keep quiet about it so they can possibly use her uh, secret against her later. You have the A ending where Redcoat is seen buying black hoodies and gloves for her workers. Store owner says to Redcoat, so are you buying this for a team? So this one was a lot better. Um, I gave it like an A+. Um, just because... You get to see Emily struggle, and that's with tutoring from um, Ezra. Um, I I always feel like I'm saying that name wrong, but it's definitely correct, because that's how they're saying it in the show. So, 
Um, Emily is struggling bedtime because one, she's still grieving Maya, and two, she is um, still dealing with the previous episode of her just randomly uh, popping out there because she has no memory of how she got there literally at all. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of crazy. So, um, that happened. Sorry about my phone buzzing. <laughs> my bad. So, um, overall, it was a really good episode because you get to see, um, it's not like a, it's a gradual thing. So it's more authentic the way Emily is dealing with her grief. And it's not like, oh, I had a um, PTSD. Okay, I'm over it now. Okay, great. So um, it's like a slow build up to it. Then um, it's also very interesting with Mona and Hannah dynamic because um, Hannah's actually there for Mona, which I thought was interesting just because of all the crap that, you know, Mona did to them, especially her. So anyway, um, it was a really good episode, and I really enjoyed it. And so even as I went to go confront um, Ella um, or Miss Montgomery about her, um, about Emily's tests, and she's like, she's going through a lot, and she actually knows this stuff, but, you know, I decided to help her out. <laughs> but again, if it was me, 80, 85. That's a B. You're good. So anyway... In episode three, Kingdom of the Blind, Lucas starts acting out at school like really bad. Then Melissa's back in town, and then Veronica tells her daughters that she's um, fending Garrett because she knows what it's like to have a child accused of something they did not do. And they're not about it, obviously. Um, Melissa's like, oh, okay, but, you know, Spencer's like, uh, no. Then we cut to where Hannah visits Mona, who appears to be happier and more alert, and the last thing that Jenna is... Um, Pressing Arya to find out how much Emily remembers from that night. And then Spencer is convinced Melissa is the reason her mother is defending Garrett. Hannah wonders if perhaps Ian isn't the best, isn't the father of Melissa's baby, but Garrett is. And then we cut to where Caleb visits Mona and reads her riot act. And then she gets posted on him. Uh, Lucas tells Hannah that Mona may be faking her mental illness to get out of a jail free card. The liars discovered Melissa lied about the hospital and also, and was also threatened by A. When the liars confront Jenna, she tells them that she's been able to see for, since the first operation because it was the only protection I had. They have the A ending where A pours themselves a drink as they make another necklace and puts the vodka bottle in the freezer next to a body bag. Um, so, um, I forgot which one got the necklace with the teeth on it. In their locker, I think it was Aria, and they accidentally flushed it down the toilet. So she was making a new one. <clears throat> or whoever it is. So, uh, that's happening. So, Melissa, in short, lost the baby. And so, um, they think that Garrett was the dad and not Ian, which is not even accurate. So, they confront Jenna, and, um... Basically, Hannah walks in front of her car <laughs> and corners her. And um, so she is like, this is the only protection I've had. So that happened. And it was a really good episode. Honestly, I gave it like a strong um, A. I give it a, honestly, I give it A plus. It was a really good episode. I really, really enjoyed it, honestly. And um, it's just like the, 
how they keep stepping it up every season is kind of insane. <laughs> so, in episode four, Brides of a Feather, Hannah's told by a nurse that Moan has lost her visitation principle on privileges because of, basically, um, Caleb. Maya's cousin Nate drops by to see Emily at work. So, Nate is Maya's cousin, and he wanted to um, meet Emily and discuss about stuff about Maya. Because he said he hasn't seen her in a long time. And da, da, da. Caleb then uh, tells Hannah about Moe's screaming fit when he went to threaten her. Hannah tells Caleb to stay out of it. At Bradley, Wilden shows up, um, shows Ren a um, court order saying he's allowed to see Mona. Nate tells Emily that Maya told Emily that her first real... Oh my god, who wrote that sentence? Mm-mm. Nate tells Emily that Maya told him Emily was her first real love. Okay. Ren tells Hannah that Wilden is asking Mona about Allison's remains. Spencer decides to go to Philly and dig up more info about Melissa and her baby. The fact she doesn't have one. Uh, Ashley gets a notice from her dating profile about a possible date. The liars go to Melissa's apartment to search her medical records while Spencer distracts her. In a garment bed, they find what looks like a feather that matches the feather the girls got from the black swan dress. Kayla tells Hannah that his mother was in a car accident in Montecito, which was before it was revealed in a text by A. Kayla breaks up with Hannah, tired of all of her secrets. Ella tells Arya she knows about um, her dad seeing Meredith again, but is fine with it. Sister confronts Melissa. And she reveals that she was the Black Swan and that she lost the baby the day after she found out um, found Ian's body. She wore the costume because it, um, it was restriction. She received instructions from A to do so or she'll reveal the fake pregnancy. Then A is at the airport hacking a system of Rally Sanatorium allowing Mona to have visitors. An A-plus episode, honestly, because it was um, a lot of stuff happening <laughs> in this episode. Like, a lot of stuff happening. Uh, it was a really good episode, honestly. Um, so, basically, Spencer was trying to take um, her sister out to, like, see, like, a play or something. And so, they, um, when she was trying to go there, uh, Melissa forgot got her back, and the lawyers went inside her, her apartment and anyway, because Spencer said, wait for my go-ahead, and they didn't wait. And so, they had to go hide in the closet, which Melissa got into the closet to get her wallet. So... When uh, she leaves, she didn't detect them. So when they leave, they find the garment bag, but they don't see the costume in there, but they see a feather that resembles the costume. And so it was a very anxiety-filled episode, but it didn't really bother me that bad. So that was pretty good. So um, for some reason, when people have anxiety on the TV TV screen, it translates to me, and then I can't do anything. It's weird, but that's how it is. Anyway, then... um, Caleb and Hannah are done just because, um, well, Hannah's really the one that broke it off, not really Caleb, to be honest, because uh, she got the text from A about um, Caleb's mom. And so she's like, I don't want to put him in danger, so I just want to ice him out. So that's kind of why she did it. So it was a really good episode. And so episode five, that girl is poisoned. Arya sees Lucas pounding on the doors to get into the photography studio, and the girls wonder if he perhaps took photos at the graveyard. Sister tells Emily that Garrett is being released to see his mother. Jenna, who has everyone revealed she can see again, walks over and hands them invites for a birthday party. Emily's boss is making her work Jenna's birthday party despite her being a guest. 
Ezra tells uh, Texas Arya that he's been invited to Jenna's party to party and Spencer to question the purpose of Jenna's party. Jenna starts off flirting with Nate. Ashley meets a man named Ted at the rummage sale, and then they hit it off. When Hannah starts volunteering to help Ashley, she finds a piece of Emily's clothes that she was wearing from that night, which was weird because she burned it. And then Spencer spies on Garrett at the hospital. Spencer sees Garrett writing a card for his mother's flowers, which doesn't make sense because he's literally in a coma. Then a drunken Paige starts embarrassing himself, eventually falling over and hitting her head. Emily and Nate take Paige to the hospital. Paige comes out with a few stitches, but doesn't remember anything. Um, a talk screen found that traces a sleeping pill in her system. Paige gives Emily back the flask. Emily realized she was drugged that night, and then Spencer goes into Garrett's room and reads the card with the flowers. And then, um, Arya finds, so then April Rose has the proof. It, but it was not in the card. It was underneath the sleeve of her, um, so basically every patient usually has a bracelet around their wrist. It was in the, um, wrist bracelet. Then Arya finds the same pills used to drug Paige and Emily Lucas's camera bag. Then we have the A ending where A goes through Maya's purse, finding different things belonging to Maya. So, another A-plus episode, honestly, but it was... So basically, um, Emily was talking to Paige, and she's like, I'm not trying to drink right anymore. And so she... Because uh, Paige found the flask, and she's like... So it was like, you can have it if you want, but I'm over it. I'm done with it. No, thank you. So, um, she started to feel insecure at the party pages, so that's why she started um, hitting her drink. <laughs> and she basically refused herself. Because apparently the sleeping pill is supposed to help with anxiety and stuff, but it also can help people sleep. But they don't remember a damn thing. So, uh, it was a really good episode, and... Um, Let's jump into the next one, which is episode six, The Remains of the A. So Garrett's case may be close to a lack of evidence. Ted invites Hannah to a thank you party for all the volunteers at church. Jason tells Spencer that he found April Rose, not a person, but an antique shop. Hannah and Toby arrive at the church party because um, Spencer told him that um, someone was bullying her and he wanted she wanted him to go as her date as life protection. And the people there are so nerdy, like your stereotypical nerdy people. And he's like, I'm pretty sure I could just breathe on them and they'll fall over. So why am I here? So they originally were telling A, because Spencer wrote, um, that Arya wrote a um, piece of paper underneath it, um, the bracelet at the hospital, saying where to meet to get um, whatever. So, um, she, they did that, and, um, Holden shows up at the thank you dinner, um, or party, whatever. <clears throat> anyway, Spencer and Jason arrive to the antique shop, already found thousands of dollars in Eric's sock drawer while he's in the bathroom, and she kind of freaks out about it, because, like, um, Jason is offering, like, $50,000 to anyone that can locate the remains of her sister, his sister, Allison. And so she's starting to think, uh, did he do that? Because he's kind of, like, broke <laughs> and looking for work. So, <clears throat> then we cut to where Spencer finds an inklet that belonged to Allison that had gone missing at that antique shop. 
Then Emily arrives at the party and sees Holden. Emily sees the same eye tattoo from her flashback on his wrist. Holden shows her that is erasable is from sort of club slash party. Holden tells Emily that um, he used to see Maya there. And then Emily tells Hannah about the conversation with Holden. Spencer's father then tells her that um, an important evidence in Garrett Reynolds' case has was turned in last night, and as uh, she turned it in, she said the police have been looking for the anklet for two years, and traces Allison's blood was found on it along with someone else's blood. Then Spencer receives the following text message: "Hey Spence, I've one more surprise to you. Garrett isn't the killer. A. They have a ending where A looks at rooms for rent in a newspaper and calls a number. And I don't know if these are actually legit numbers or not because those like they're." actual like area codes and shit so i thought that was very interesting anyway um it was a really good episode i gave this a plus because i i was not really i've seen the show like probably it's my third time watching it and i'm always surprised at something <laughs> and because uh, you know i haven't seen the show in like over a year so i was very um he's re- re-jogging my memory so anyway it's a really good episode and um very good. I said that way too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> so in episode seven, crazy detective Weldon is on the case, and it's kind of interesting that no one uh, talked about that in the um <laughs> episode. Anyway, on Ted, fine. Uh, I might be jumping ahead of myself. Anyway, detective Weldon's on the case. He thinks that Hannah's guilty since her blood type matches the blood found on the anklet. Arya makes a trip to Riley to see if she can get money to crack about her possible co-conspirators. Shortly after A leaves, Hannah decides they should break back in to f- try to talk to Mona alone without a chaperone around. Mona leads them into an abandoned children's wing of Riley, where she hums herself, repeating the same thing over and over again. Hannah realizes later on that Mona was trying to tell them through a code that someone um, not safe that Maya knew in the address to Maya's website, Moss Sugar. Um which the girls did not know about. The girls meet a girl named Cece, who reminds them a lot of Allie. It turns out that Cece and Allison were friends, and she used to date Jason. Sister see Jason's car crashed into a tree. That's not true. So, what actually happened was, Spencer was driving home, and someone was blasting music, and, like, swerving all over the road, and that person hit a car. And, um, so she... Put, makes him sit, and so he's intoxicated as hell, so she moves him over, and she drives the car um, back to a different location, and drives him home, and leaves her car at the scene of the accident. And then when she and Tibby are talking, the cops show up, and then um, Wilden's like, why is your car on the side of the road with the door open? And Spence, um, so Toby lied to protect uh, Jason, though Toby does not understand yet when Spencer explains, so he becomes more frustrated and leaves. So basically, he said, Spence, you got to lock your car and take your keys inside because anyone can take that car out for a ride. Why, that's a dumbass alibi, but whatever. Then you have the A ending where A picks up a recorder and which, <coughs> bless me. So A picks up a recorder, which has um, which was in one of the dolls, and has it recording the conversation between Mona, Arya, and Hannah. So that's why she said it, it's not safe, and that Maya knew because 
A what choked the um, doll's head off and got the recording out. Weird episode. I gave it a strong A. It was a really good episode. Then you have episode eight, Stolen Kisses. So Mr. Montgomery tells Arya that Meredith got the teaching job at Rosewood High. Ew. Emily and Nate go to the old boathouse in my favorite spot in Rosewood. Toby's still angry with Spencer. Then Paige tells Emily that she was um, with her for a part of the time she was drunk on that night. Spencer is looking for help about getting into Maya's site and goes to Caleb. Meanwhile, Ren tells Hannah that Mona might be moved to a facility in Saratoga for added security because the hospital thinks she's been passing her meds on to a visitor. Hannah is then forced to convince the board. She's not forced. She volunteers to uh, convince the board to let Mona stay in Rosewood. Spencer and Arya think that Veronica is trying to hide evidence that uh, Garrett has killed Maya. Caleb helps Spencer in with Maya's sight and is able to hack into it. Arya meets uh, Diane Fitzgerald, um, Ezra's mother. He does not approve of Arya's family's reputation and tells Arya that she is responsible for ruining Ezra's career. Since Arya and Hannah watch random videos from Maya's website, Emily's in many of his videos. In one video, Maya says that she has to face her fears. They have A ending where A collects a large sum of money from the bank. So... Basically, she runs, um, Arya runs into Ezra's mother and gets, like, a, like, invites her out to the, like, this cocktail thingy. So they go, and we find out that her, Ezra's mom is loaded AF. She has all the money in the world, basically. She rich, rich, and so Ezra's like, I'm done with this crap, I'm out. And basically got disowned, basically. But she's still meddling in his life uh, whenever she wants. So um, you also meet Wesley or Wes um, as her brother, which is also interesting as well. And it's kind of funny they look like nothing alike. <laughs> but I do like that after that's playing them. Um, he was actually on the Runaways, um, Marvel's Runaways. Before that, he was on Wizards of Waverly place and on pretty smart on netflix i i'm blanking on its name though but i know that's what he's been in <laughs> damn anyway really good episode um i gave it a b plus i don't like meredith and mr montgomery he literally pisses me off to a whole nother degree so yeah so, in episode 9, The Con Game, Arya shows Spencer a photo of Maya's arm with the same black eye tattoo that Holden had. Kayla gives Hannah a piece of paper with the login information from Maya's site. After Kayla leaves, Hannah gets a text saying, The Apple Rose Grill at closing time. Go alone or Kayla pays. A. So, Hannah confesses to Emily about being able to hack into Maya's website um, a few days ago because they've been looking at it before they want to show Emily because she's doing so well with Paige. So Hannah gives Emily the long information to see for herself. CC, Arya, and Spencer arrive at a party, which turns out to be Noel Khan's cabin. Because Spencer is so overwhelmed with not with forgetting to do her early mission for what her um, school she wants to go to. So uh, CC's like, "Oh, I know the person. She'll they'll be at Noel Khan's party, so you need to come and bring your application." So. 
They go to Nokon's cabin. Once they try to get into the party, Arya and Sister see that they have to get stand with the same black eye tattoo that Holden and Maya had on their wrist. Tension rises when Arya and Sister face off against Noel and Jenna, respectively, in the game of truth. That was an, uh, that was very intense. Then you get to where the police have a court order that demands Hannah to take a sample of her blood and see if it matches with the blood from Allison's anklet. Uh, Ashley rekindles her romance with Ted while Hannah goes to the Apple Rose Grill and is told by A. Hannah runs into Caleb who reveals that he sent her the A Texas to see if she would come. Hannah spills everything about what happened with the new A and Caleb insists that he helps. Wes, Ezra's brother, tells Arya that Ezra got a girl uh, named Maggie pregnant in high school. So Arya confronts Ezra about this and she also tells him that his mother offered her money to end their relationship. Then A receives a key from a cat-assessed woman and to a unit A. That's a little on the nose. Also, A plus episode. So basically, um, it all kind of comes out a little bit in this episode because everyone's kind of over everything, <laughs> to put it shortly. Um, so Arya was over the party because um, she's sick of Noel. And so she called Ezra to pick him up, but Wes answered, and he was on an interview, so Wes came and picked her up anyway, because she asked Ezra um, if Ezra could come and pick her up from the party. And of course, the garbage people are coming through. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, I do like Ted and Asher together. I thought they were like a really good couple, so Yeah. Episode 10, What Lies Beneath. Arya continues to question Ezra about his past with Maggie, especially after the kid bombshell, but um, she doesn't say anything to Ezra about that. Um, oh, wait, no one knows about that yet. I'm ahead of myself. Anyway, Ella begins dating Zach, the owner of the rear, rear window brew where Emily works. Hannah tells Emily that Caleb knows about A, and now they are pretending not to be together. Emily finds two pictures of Maya in the daytime with a sign behind her saying where she puts them together says the cons. Sensor talks to Noel and he says that she wasn't just a random guest and that had a texting relationship. Um, but fairly of um, partaking in illegal substances. Uh, Paige stops by the coffee shop, which is not really illegal now, but anyway, um, is in most states. Uh, Paige stops by the coffee shop and Emily tells her to stop by her house later on so they can watch a movie. Spencer sneaks into the boys' locker room and brings her to Noel's locker and checks his phone for texts from Maya. Nothing. Then Emily and Hannah go to the cons cabin to investigate while searching at the camera. Hannah finds a hidden door and inside she determines that Maya must have been staying in a secret room. Emily and, Han and Hannah find Maya's bag filled with personal belongings. A comes and locks Hannah inside the cabin and Emily inside the cabin. And Spencer gets a new email from a blot saying, stay out of my locker and a video from the security camera at the cabin that night that Maya died. Later, after the mission escape, Emily finds Nate sitting on the steps of in front of her house and Emily shows him the bag of Maya's things. Nate starts to cry and kisses Emily where she tries to comfort him. Paige watches by, sees them, and cancels her date with Emily because she got real mad. Sensor describes that in the video that Maya arrived at the cabin at 10 at 4 p.m. At 1.14 a.m., Noel and Jenna arrive at the cabin a few seconds later. Um, after Noel and Jenna enter the cabin, Maya exits the cabin and is grabbed by a mysterious figure in the driveway. A ending A watches the news as they're hanging up black hoodies. So this is a really interesting episode. I again give this an A+. 
Um, so with this episode, um, also Hannah's ex, I think she accidentally stabbed herself with a knife. So she had to call Ren over and, um, and patch her up. And, um, he tries to ask questions, but she shuts it down. So it was a really good episode. I gave it a strong B plus. And so let's jump over to the next one. And at this point, I kind of am over Nate. It's just being really weird because the whole brush off with Jenna thing, he kind of got in her face about it and it was not cute. It was not great, and you can start to see some like some anger stuff, especially when you try. To, oh, when you also try to go after Garrett at the hospital when he was visiting his mom, that was insane. That was crazy. So, in this episode, Single Night Fright, which is episode eleven of season three, Ted comes to Hannah's house with a flash drive containing the NAT videos. So, yeah, I definitely jumped ahead. Rachel's left at the church rather than in taking it. Cece reveals Allison and Paige's violent past to Spencer. But first, I want to jump back to the Ted thing. He said he watched a couple videos just because he didn't know what it was. And he said, when he hands it to Ashley, he's like, there's some very inappropriate videos of, like, the girls, like, changing and stuff. And, like, I think this needs to go to the police. And Ashley's like, okay, um, well, I'll take care of it. Thank you. Um... I just want to let him know that we found it and da da da. So then CC reveals Allison and Paige's family past to Spencer. Um, so basically, um, Allison got a very nasty bruise to, um, from Paige, um, cause they used to play sport together and she like kneed her in the upper shoulder and she'll say it had a nasty like bruise or wound and stuff like that. And Allison called her pig skin and basically, her and Paige fall over Emily, and Allison um, caught her trying to leave a note for Emily because Allison stole Emily's uh, stationery to do that. And she, uh, I mean, Paige did not take that well. <laughs> then um, we cut and said so Allison might have been scared of Paige. Later, Spencer is attacked by a snake in the dressing room, but it's rescued by Cece. That was in, that was hella insane. I don't do snakes. I'm like, absolutely not. Emily then uh, calls Hannah and says that the knife that they found in my bag is missing, though the bag is still there. Hannah and Spencer help Cece with a petite trunk show while Emily shows up with Paige. Spencer and Hannah search through Paige's bed for Maya's knife. Arya visits Maggie and then realizes that she has a seven-year-old son, Malcolm, because she goes there and her name's like... I forgot. It's... Like Amanda or something. It was a random ass name. Then we cut to where Emily Rose says Spencer and Hannah have gone through Paige's purse and she leaves upset with Paige. However, Spencer and Hannah found on the proof they needed. They're airing from Allie's grave. So they think that Paige dug Allie's grave and may be A. Paige confesses to Emily that at one point Allison's bullying drove her to um, suicidal thoughts. And they that just makes. Um, Emily and Paige's um, strength um, better. Makes it stronger. Oh my god, that's all I was trying to say. Then we cut to where Hannah's mom destroys the NAT videos, but Hannah tells Ted that she did it. Then uh, Paige goes inside Emily's house, and then Jenna appears and warns Emily to be very careful who she spends time with, because she was going to say who it was, and then she saw the, the two cups. She's like, 
Uh, I'm sorry, you got company and backed out of there real fast and literally leaves town. They have the A ending where A plays on the jukebox as they hand over a key to another black gloved A. Uh, this was A plus for me. I really enjoyed this episode. It was very shocking. And I really, really, really enjoyed it. I like a lot. Okay, so in the next episode, we go to... Uh, so I can't remember if I... Sorry, I had to take a little water break. Um, I gave the episode an A+. Plus, so in episode 12, The Lady Killer, so Gary's trial starts. It was at odds with her friends on the suspect... Oh my god, who suspect Paige's A. Toby and Spencer have um, fun time. And then Lone... The wow, the Mona escapes Radley. The Maggie's this is Mesmer making Arya very uncomfortable. A sends a text to Liar telling them to meet at Allie's grave at Brisbane Cemetery at 10 with Mai's back, but without Emily. Emily tells Paige about the new A. Then Paige also receives a text from A telling her to come to the Brisbane Cemetery at 10 p.m. as well. Emily and Nate head up to the Lighthouse Inn. She gets a call from A and a sort of voice who says, You have one minute, get out. And then it's revealed that A is actually, well, it's revealed that Nate is Maya's killer and that his real name is Lyndon James. When it opens the closet, revealing a bound page and tells Emily that he is planning to kill Paige using the knife from Maya's bag. Emily escapes and reaches the top of the lighthouse where she fights Lyndon and ultimately fatally stabs him in, him in self-defense. Caleb arrives and puts down his gun to comfort Emily, but as they embrace a dying London, he uses the last of his strength to shoot Caleb. Paige tells the police that someone has sent her a text telling her to go to Allison's grave at the cemetery, but Lyndon had gotten her before she could get there. Caleb survives the shooting and undergoing surgery, but Lyndon is dead. Thank God. Spencer lets Paige know that she is sorry for thinking that she was A. Veronica tells the girls that Garrett is now a free man, thanks to Emily. The girls get a four-way call from A saying, Emily, I owe you one. In conclusion, the second A team member is revealed, Toby Cavanaugh. A ending. A orders two tickets to the Halloween train event. This was a A++ episode. This was a perfect episode because one I hated Nate slash Lyndon James he had to go anyway and the whole where A was actually protecting Emily was actually kind of insane to me and I I thought that was crazy um even watching it like a third time it's like that still blew my mind it was a great episode and um just like so I was like, oh, I really didn't have to go anywhere. I really do Emily Ward because what they planned to do was they planned to off Lyndon and then um, pin it on one of the liars, but they didn't need to do that anymore. And Melissa said until next time. Then when Toby turned around, I was like, what the F is happening right now? That was crazy. It was a really good episode. I really, 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 really enjoyed it a lot. Then we cut to episode 13. This is a dark ride. So, in this special Halloween episode, the Lions are unable to join the festivities for a Rosewood train excursion when it comes apparent that A is on the train and is out for blood. Adam Lambert performs live. Then someone disguised as the Queen of Hearts spikes Arya's drink while she sits and rests in between Adam's sets. 
In fact, Adam Lambert actually talks to her and she said, Oh yeah, I'll be at the front row center. She was she was knocked out in like 30 seconds. Um, after she got uh, spiked. And then we cut to where Garrett Corner Spencer reveals to her that he made Jenna think that he killed Allison Bills all the roots. Garrett also mentions that he overheard Allison and Mr. Montgomery having a conversation in her backyard, and Allison was blackmailing Mr. Montgomery about the whole Meredith thing. Then Hannah dances with a mess figure. She believes to be Caleb, but eventually realizes it's him because basically she found him first because um, um, he grabbed her ass and she's like, I'll turn you into a, I'll make that into a nub. <laughs> and so when she corners him um, again, Kayla reveals like, oh, it's me. And then when she was like slow dancing or talking to Caleb again, uh, about a stuff uh, is revealed that is actually one of the a people and tries to check her out a little bit. Now it's that at Spencer though. Spencer really got it when she was trying to find uh, Garrett again because she wanted to take the girls so he can say everything to them. So yeah, and but then we found out that person was actually Hannah that was choking out um <laughs> uh Hannah. Uh, who evidently snuck out Bradley. Spencer tells Garrett to stay put while she goes to retrieve Arya for Garrett to tell her this information. Unfortunately, Arya is nowhere to be found. Paige, Emily, and Hannah, and Spencer, and Toby search the train for Arya. It's revealed to the home viewers that Arya is bound and gagged to with duct tape and is trapped in the box, which is the now dead corpse of Garrett Reynolds. And as the search progresses, Spencer is attacked by someone wearing a Queen of Hearts costume. The Queen of Hearts almost checks out Spencer to death, but Paige um, literally body checks her off the mystery attacker and then um the queen of hearts um roughs her up um page up as well spencer thanks her then we hear voices as the box Arya's tracked in is pushed towards the edge of the train Arya steps on with a screwdriver she finds in the box she has been she soon she is soon after rescued by her friends right when the bot's about to go bye-bye then when the train stops, Noel and Toby fight, and then Toby pushes Noel against a prop casket. The, cat, the casket is knocked over, and a body bag covered in ice spills out. The final scene shows a flashback of the night where Allison died, showing the construction of her backyard, the place where Allison was buried alive. Moments later, a hand comes out of the ground wearing a purple string bracelet, attempting to get out. This episode was also really good. I gave it an A-plus episode. It was so good. I was... Honestly, I was, I was shocked like, the entire time. It was a really great episode. So, I've been talking for over 45 minutes. So, I'm still going to keep going. Actually, I don't know the time is because um, when I went to take that small break... Um, the time froze on the phone, so I don't know how long I've been talking. So I just want to power through. This is going to be a very long episode. So if you don't listen all the way through, understandable. I might do another uh, couple episodes, then break it up. I'm not sure yet. So anyway, episode 14. She's better now. Mona's out of Radley and back at Rosewood High. And so um, what happened was she broke into Hannah's house and woke her up at 12 o'clock in the morning. And she's scared to go to school. And Hannah is just fine with it. I was like, bitch, what? If a random person that tried to kill me last year just pops up in my living room saying she's scared to go to school the next day because her parents are making her, I was like, 
why the F in you in my house? Like, get out. But anyway, she's like, it'll be fine. What? So anyway. The liars do not trust Mona. Duh. Someone plants a cow brain in Mona's locker to keep uh, and kept up with the knife. Mona is appalled and whispers something to Lucas. The liars worry that people will think that they were the ones involved, including Mona, who instantly assures them that she believes them and wants to earn back their trust. When Lucas goes to Hannah's house later to return the rest of the money that he owed Caleb, he tells Hannah that Mona had been sinking out of rally for a long time. Emily recognizes the new janitor as a front desk dude from the Lost Woods Resort. Weird. The liars investigate his office during the fundraiser and find Allison's diary. Proof of Allison's blackmail against Mr. Montgomery is found in the diary. uh, While Aria ropes out that page and keeps it. It was a few pages, actually. Uh, Mona regains um, trust from the school when she puts a pouchy video on the school's website from help with Jason DeLaurentis. Meredith now... Meredith, now the liar's new history teacher, is injured in a fire at the fundraiser, and she thinks that the girls did it when it wasn't. Yeah, the A ending where A is seen fiddling with someone's bike wheel to which the owner falls off afterwards. And they didn't enjoy it doing it because when the person got hurt, that A flinched, which is weird for an A to do that. Uh, I gave this a B plus episode. It was, it was a good episode, but the whole like, Mona just showing up at Hannah's house. What? what? And also, the, why is the grandmother there? Hannah's grandmother. I saw, so that was weird. But it was funny when she was doing the, <laughs> So for this um, half marathon or whatever, 5K, whatever they're doing, I thought it was funny as hell that the grandma started doing the Pledges of Allegiance and started trying to hit all the notes and stuff. It was kind of funny. And then the, um, the teacher was just like, after this, and she's the gun into the air. It's like, y'all can start. <laughs> I thought that was funny as hell. Because, like, I feel like it, it's just funny to me. It's just so funny. So, anyway, it was a really good episode. Then we cut to um, episode 15, Mona Mania. So, Arya remains suspicious of her dad. Mona tells the liars that Harold, the janitor, had pursued her and... She declined his sexual advances. That is gross and weird. They doubt her honesty, but when the girls go back to investigate uh, Harold's office further, a hidden figure rushes out. The Hannah recognizes the person's shoes is Lucas. Lucas tells her that he was looking for something, but when Hannah offered to help him, he blows her off. Andrew Campbell uh, proctors as Mona and Spencer's face-off for the teen captain of the scholastic decathlon. Mona wins, and Hannah shuns her for it, suspecting that her retentions are continue to be sinister. On the way to a swim team party, Emily and Paige chase after a hooded figure after her um, car tires get her slashed. Well, Emily goes after her, then Paige follows. Uh, Paige, uh, Paige basically has a panic attack. Arya confronts Meredith about um, Mr. Bergman's involvement with Allison on the night of her murder. Mona falls by Mona follows Mr. Montgomery late at night at Hollis and makes a mysterious phone call. Nah. A ending. A-, a buries the Queen of Hearts and the Phantom of the Opera Mask in the woods. Even though it says in the wood. It's in the woods. Underneath a bunch of leaves and shit. Um, this episode was a good episode. I gave us a strong B+. Um, 
The thing is, I don't trust Mr. Montgomery. I don't like him. He is weird. So weird. I don't like him. Um, but I feel like he's supposed to be made that way, and the writers are doing a great freaking job, and Chad loves doing an awesome job. But, because I was just like, just really? Just really? Um, it was a, it was a good episode, but, um, Meredith still thinks that the girls set, um, the barn on fire <laughs> when they didn't do it, because they were downstairs getting the diary pages. So anyway, episode 16, Misery Loves Company. So Arya is sidelined by the flu, and Meredith takes care of her while Mr. Montgomery's away. Mona and Toby plan the next A move against the liars in the new A layer. Uh, Spencer takes a break from sleuthing to surprise Toby for their first anniversary. While fading in and out of consciousness, Arya is visited by Allie. The big conversation is ambiguous, but when Arya comes to, she discovers that she is locked inside of her bedroom. But here's the thing. When uh, Allie was in her room, she basically took the pages out of the doll that where that's where Arya hid the new pages because um, that uh, her dad found them in the boot. So anyway, she took them back and hid them somewhere safe. So uh, that happened, and then Allie also says, like, stop drinking uh, Meredith's drink. Just stop doing that, please. And thank you. Uh, then we cut to uh, when Arya actually does wake up. She was that Meredith has been drugging her to find a page from Allie's diary. Because Meredith's been looking all over the house for it because she wants to protect Miss Montgomery. So Arya makes her, tries to make her escape, but uh, Meredith knocks Arya unconscious. Then Hannah arrives at her interview and finds it was set up by A. When Hannah goes to the boutique, she sees the window reflection of a blonde girl wearing a red coat, the same color as Vivian's jacket, across the street, watching her. When uh, Hannah turns around, red coat has disappeared. While making an escape, A haphazardly drops a key, which Hannah gives to Spencer. When Emily and Hannah go to check on Arya, Meredith tricks them by locking them into the basement by, with an unconscious Arya. Mr. Montgomery returns, appalled by what Meredith has done, but doesn't call the police until after she escapes. Asshole. Um, and then he confesses his involvement with um, Allison to Arya. Then Arya believes him and burns the pages from Allie's diary. Sensor tricks Toby and catches him in the black hoodie while he searches for the A key in Sensor's kitchen. And Sensor is left heartbroken and very confused. This was a devastating episode. And they didn't do the A ending where, um, hang on. Yeah, they didn't do the A ending where. Uh, Sensor shows up at his house, at his, like, um, whatever, the, his living quarters. It's not a loft, that's the word. And it's crying by the outside of it while Mona's on the inside eating her dinner. Sensor's dinner. Which was the lasagna, which is supposed to be the first meal that, um, Sensor's mom made for her husband on their first anniversary. 
So it was like very um, special. So that was an intense episode. I gave that an A plus. It was a very intense episode. I really enjoyed that one though. But also, um, I should go and knock it down to an A just because the whole Meredith situation, she just straight up escapes and leaves. She didn't escape. She just left. Because Mr. Montgomery's like, well, she's apparently off her meds and stuff, but the police are looking for her. And da, 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 da. Really, you asshole? Like, you literally could not just get her arrested. She he, she drugged your daughter and locked and knocked her unconscious and put her in the basement along with her friends. Then when you go downstairs, you look all threatening and shit to the point where um, Emily and Aria and Emily and Hannah have either a crowbar or a golf club to knock your ass out with. Like, seriously, get your shit together, Mr. Montgomery. Damn. So, <laughs> and the next episode, Out of the Frying Pan into the Inferno, and Allison's biography notebook, um, Emily, Aria, and Hannah discover a conversation between Allison and a friend where Allison talks about a beach hottie. Emily turns to Cece for answers about the beach hottie, but Cece claims Allie never told her who it was. Spencer continues to struggle with the idea that Toby's on the A-team. A, since Spencer texts that as Arya leads Spencer to believe that um, Ezra broke up with Arya, but he finds out that Arya knew about his son with Maggie. So basically, um, she gets a text from, from quote-unquote, Arya that um, she and Ezra broke up. And she's in the park and asking her if she could come and get her. So she goes to the park and sees Ezra and lo- literally unloads on him. And uh, lets us slip about the kid. And she doesn't, and then he doesn't know how to handle it. And she doesn't know how to land. So Spencer just bounces and leaves. So uh, we cut to Emily asks Hannah to keep an eye on Paige while she start because she started acting weird. Hannah follows Paige to a lesbian bar. Students the worst when she's pa- see when she sees Paige and Shauna having a friendly conversation, and she gets hit on by um, this girl. And then the girlfriend shows up to that girl and throws a drink in um, Hannah's face, and then she gets carded, then arrested. Then we cut to Cece tells Emily that Ellie thought she was pregnant during the summer. They spent Cape May later. Emily sees a picture of Wilden at the police station indicating that he was also in Kate May that summer with Allie and Cece. Then we cut to Ezra heads to Delaware to meet his son for the first time as already not to call him. A ending, A is in a new layer. Red Coat uses a blowtorch to burn the bobblehead Hannah doll. So in this episode, I gave this also a very strong B+. Um, it was a really good episode because like the mental trickery going on in this episode is astounding. And we just see, like, a bunch of fallout happening, but Arya does not blame Spencer at all for that, because um, Spencer was like, if you just want to end the friendship, I get it, just go on and do it, I got, uh-uh-uh. And so she's like, I'm not, go- I'm not blaming you, I should have brought it up sooner, it's not your fault. And then, um, just all the things happening was, it was a really, really, really good, um, episode, honestly. And, um... Uh, so Emily gives the biology notebook to Wilden, and Wilden like, says to Emily, like, you did the right thing. And then she gets instant regret when she sees that picture in Cape May, right? Yeah. So, really good episode. 
The next one is called Dead to Me. So while Ezra is away, Arya discovers that Ezra's brother, Wes, was placed under academic suspension from hitting on his physics teacher, and Mrs. Fitzgerald tries to cover it up. On a final, on a final trip to Kale's aunt's house before it is sold, Hannah determines that Kale's uncle may actually be his biological father. It's true. Then Emily seeks Dr. Sullivan to help her deal with her uh, confusing emotions over killing someone in self-defense. And so Dr. Sullivan suggests hypnotherapy, which results in a confusing Emily further. So basically, in the in the hypnosis, she is um, seen at the graveside, and then um, it switches over to... There's several bad nights, so that's why when um, Mr. Sol- Ms. Sullivan said that night, she literally got transported to the night where Allison died and hit her in the head with the shovel, supposedly killing her, but... Um, we later find out in the episode that's not actually not sure. So anyway, then we cut to where uh, Spencer hired a, a private investigator um, to follow Toby and and, um, and tells her that he traced A to a single unit, but it turns to be a dead end. And um, tell and basically he tells her where the um, layer is basically. Or the unit is. Then we cut to where Jason, Arya, Emily, and Hannah gather at the mausoleum to say a final goodbye to, goodbye to Allie. After the police release, Allie's remains to the Delorantis family. Spencer rushes in shortly and spills the beans to Jason about Allie being pregnant with Detective Wilden's child at the time of her murder. Then Emily recalls seeing a person in a black hoodie digging up Allison's grave and abducting Emily. Then Emily remembers more of what happened that night. She remembers seeing a red coat while being attacked by a member of the A-team. She remembers that Redcoat had blonde hair, and we says that she, Redcoat, is the one in charge. So, this was a good episode. I gave this one also... A, I give this one an A-, because um, after she struggles more with it, and we finally realize, oh, I didn't actually kill Allison, I was confusing all the things, because she got drugged. So she's still dealing with that PTSD, along with Offing Nate. So, um, it's a whole gradual thing, which I appreciate. Um, like I said, like, like in old, older shows, when someone goes through, like, a trauma, they kind of drop it after, like, one or two episodes. This is, like, a very progressive arc. And it's very long. It's, like, going through the whole season, which I honestly appreciate, because everyone has their PTSD, and you just don't get rid of it you know, after, like, a couple of, like, weeks or months or whatever, six with you. Anyway, so, um, uh, then you have the A ending where A buys whiskey in a store. <laughs> a lot of whiskey. Uh, so, in this episode, like I said, um, basically Spencer is out to burn bridges right now. She's just going through it because, um, her and Spencer, her and Tubby broke up, and Tubby's A. So, he, she's dealing with all the things, and she won't tell the girls yet. So, yeah. Okay, so, in the next episode, let's see, episode 9, what becomes of the broken hearted? So Spencer continues on the downward spiral from a breakup with Toby 
Andrew Campbell kicks Spencer off the scholastic decathlon. Then Emily tries to toss Spencer, tosses Spencer, but Spencer refuses. So Hannah tosses Jamie and gets confirmation that she's that he is Caleb's biological father. Hannah persuades Jamie and Caleb to meet in Rosewood. Hannah also convinces um, Ashley to talk to Ted about hiring Jamie for the church restoration project. Jason and Emily search his dad's office for photos of Allie and Wilden, proving they were together in Cape May, and which they do. After Wes and Arya arrive to help Cece with a photo shoot at her boutique, Cece leaves to get dinner, then calls in later and lies about her car being towed. Later, Wes kisses Arya when she invites him to sleep on her couch, but she's like, no, no, we can't do that. And then Jason and Emily find a chi- Jason and Emily find that picture of Allie soon between Wilden and Cece. They take the picture on the way out, but they get trapped in an elevator. Emily escapes, but Jason does not and gets plump plumps to the ground. At the hospital, Jason tells Emily that he lost the picture. As the girls reunite at the hospital, they discover Jason has disappeared. They have the A ending, where A spins the bottle with pictures of the lights on the whiskey bottles, to which they flash points on Arya, but another A turns it to Spencer, and and the A's drink the whiskey. So, also, when Spencer was going to her house, uh, she... Runs into no, 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 I think of something else. Emily runs into Jason at his house and they see all of the whiskey lined up on his doorstep, encouraging him to drink. And so he pours it out and throws it away in the trash. He's being responsible. Then we cut to also the things I remember is, um, Let's see with Spencer. She's just she's just tearing she's burning she's going scorched earth basically with everybody. It's not cute or nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then um the fact that Jason did not get hurt when that the elevator fell down all the way down to the ground was kinda insane. And um so the meeting with Jamie and Hannah and Caleb. So basically, the dad Jamie was like two hour over two hours late, and when he finally got there, you know, she's like giving him a second chance, and then it works out good. And so she tries to says she um Hannah talks to Ashley, her mom, about Ted using him to restore the church, and um he agrees. And so she put a $5 lucky dice on it. And then when she gave that, um, she put in the collection at the church. And so when they're getting dinner, <coughs> excuse me, at the house, uh, the house to celebrate him getting the job, um, the dad pays for the dinner, Jamie does, and gives like the $5 tip that had the dice on it. And she is like, um, okay, this is weird, but doesn't think really. She started thinking something maybe off, and she starts to be a little more um, guarded, not as happy that he's there. So it was a really, really, really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'll give this like an A plus, honestly, because that was shocking. So, in episode twenty, hot water. The hunt is on to, for discovering the identity of the girl in the red coat. Hannah comes clean to Ashley about uh, knowing Cece. 
and that she and her friends found out about the uh, illicit relationship between Allie and Wilden. <clears throat> Since her assessed dinner date with uh, from Wren, afterwards they share a kiss outside the restaurant and are seen by the mystery girl in the red coat. Spencer tries to follow her, but loses sight of her after turning a corner. Mrs. Fitzgerald continues to try between Arya and Ezra. Paige, Emily, and Hannah go to the Rosewood costume shop looking for answers from Shauna. When Spencer returns home, she heads into the steamer to get trapped by A. Uh, that was insane. Having received a text from Spencer earlier asking her to come over, Arya comes to the rescue. Once safe, Spencer tells Arya to call Emily and Hannah because she knows who's helping Mona. Emily goes to Cece's apartment and finds her packing and leaving Rosewood. Before she leaves, Cece tells Emily that Melissa took the picture of Allie, Wilden, and Cece and Kate May and that she is not completely sure about what is true about Allie and Wilden. Wilden throws Ashley um, and Hannah. So Ashley runs Wilden over with her car. She and Hannah return to the scene of the crime and find Wilden's body missing. And Ashley and Hannah are caught on film, oblivious to the camera, and Wilden's car recording them. Now, the A ending, where A cuts up pink roses, puts them on a lowry wreath with a ribbon that says, With deepest sympathy. Uh, this episode was crazy. I gave this like an A. Plus, honestly, I really enjoyed this episode. It was, it was crazy. It was so good, though. I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> Bless me. Oh my goodness. So, it was a really good episode. I gave it a plus. Like, honestly, the discussion was actually pretty accurate, honestly. Um, so, let's jump to the next episode. Episode 21, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. So, since it reveals to Arya that Emily and Emily that Toby is helping Mona because Hannah's not going to up her phone because she's done with her stuff. Arya returns to Eric's apartment to find that he has returned with Maggie and Malcolm. Emily and Hannah arrive at Toby's apartment and find a parking pass with the name E. Lamb, Toby's alias for Bradley. Since he receives a bouquet of flowers on the car that reads, Someone close to you will pay for your loose lips, A. Later, Emily goes to Toby's place again and talks to a guy that used to work with Toby. He says Toby left, but never said where he was going. While Arya babysits Malcolm, he actually cuts his chin. Um, basically, he'll jump up and down the bed and fall on the floor and bust his chin. Uh, Arya worries that she may not be a fit parent and contemplates breaking out with Ezra until he gets everything sorted out. Spencer follows Mona and heading into the woods. Spencer finds a body in the woods with Toby's tattoo on his hip, wearing a helmet. Mona yells he's dead before Spencer identifies the body. She chases Mona and then loses sight of her. Then hours later, Emily's waiting for Toby after he texts her to meet up at um to meet up, but Toby doesn't show. Emily catches a girl in the red coat in a review mirror. So she goes to follow, and the dude that she ran into before says, Emily, no one has been here. Like red coat and Toby, I think you're seeing things, Emily. He she was like, I did not tell you my name. How do you know my name? And he just kind of gives her a look. It's like, I gotta get back to work now. And so she leaves, and when she returns, she finds a, um, a cat, well, her window busted up and with a package inside said Emily on it, and it has a casket saying a note and a memorandum on Toby Cavanaugh. So, yeah. Crazy episode. And so, um, Emily, so let's see. Then Hannah and Arya push Wilden's car into Lake Rosewood after it shows up in Hannah's garage with footage of the night Ashley hit him. 
Sister is found next to morning in the woods, completely catatonic. She is admitted to Radley's. They have the A ending where A watches a man fishing a cat from the woods wood police. A plus episode again. This was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was crazyly good. I feel like most seasons do this. They'll have like a really strong six first episodes and then they kind of go like into like filler-ish episodes but then the last like five or six episodes are really good because um that's usually just kind of how it works <laughs> so anyway it's really 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 good so let's jump into episode 22 shall we will the circle be unbroken um, that's weird i thought will the circle be broken anyway um Sensor is held at Rally for a 72-hour observation and assessment. Sensor befriends a male nurse, Elam, and is identical to Toby's alias for Radley, Elam. So Spencer tells that dude that. Uh, Elam tells Sensor that Radley has experienced a um, recent dilemma involving staff idea, ID badges. Can't talk. And visitor guest passes. Then Hannah and Ashley are blindsided when Detective Wilden approaches them at a church where they're meeting to have for coffee. Emily is a surprise when Shauna invites her to the um, coffee on to introduce her to Olympic gold medalist Missy Franklin. What? That was just like the most random guest appearance ever. It was so random. I was like, what? And, um, Shauna says, I met her at airport and we just bonded. What? And so anyway, then Emily and um, Shauna, uh, they're all swimmers, which Paige ne neglected to tell her. And so Missy tells the selfie with Lana and Emily. And says, oh yeah, send me the pictures and tell me how your meat does and da da da, show me videos. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Um, so then we cut to Aria lies by relationship with, um, Ezra in order for him to be received at Rosewood High. Mona pays Spencer a visit at Rally and offers her a spot on the 18th for the second time. Ashley says goodbye to Hannah and heads to New York for an annual seminar. As Ashley drives away, Wilden pulls up his car and Wilden confronts Hannah and demands to know where his key, where his car and keys are. Wilden promises not to bother Hannah and Ashley anymore as long as Hannah complies with his demand. But she doesn't really do anything. Uh, during a group therapy session at Rally with Dr. Phil Sullivan and other patients, Spencer confides that her friends can no longer count on her. You have the A ending where A drives off in an RV with things from A's lair. So it's now an RV. It's a mobile lair. So this was the A-plus episode. Really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was really, really, really interesting and just good. I mean, oh my gosh, like what's happening? So, in episode 23, we're almost done. Uh, the girls visit Spencer and Radley, who is convinced that she saw Toby's body in the woods, but the girls know that the police identified the body. Um, Spencer saw was not Toby because they also dressed up in. Um, Katie Striper outfits at the morgue and took a picture of the body and had a mask on it with a red coat um, following the bounce and leave the mask there that looked like Allison. Uh, then we cut to where Spencer discovers a map of Radley that Mona created on a board game. Ella warns that Hannah 
Ella warns Hannah that Jamie may have traded the bell from the church for a new one for a much lesser value, like eight grand worth. And then Arya and Emily and Hannah sneak into the morgue. I just said that. Arya sees Rebecca while she, Hannah, and Emily are in the morgue posing as skinny stripers. Arya follows her and almost catches her before she slips into the elevator and escapes. While Emily and Hannah find a dead body, they are unable to identify, but it definitely wasn't Toby. Uh, Arya is horrified when she scores the A kidnapped Malcolm. Then she finds Malcolm at a carnival. Arya decides there's too much for her and tries to pick up with Ezra, but he's like, don't do that. Um, and she's like, we'll see. Uh, Hannah and Caleb accuse Jamie of stealing from the church. Soon after, this, uh, they discover that A has been framing Jamie. And so, because um, Caleb literally goes off on his, on his dad. Like, goes off, off. And to the point, like, he is, like, he's, like, shaking after the dad leaves. Like, and um, it's just so crazy. And then, because Emily's mom tells her that the police found another male body, late teens, early 20s, with no ID, and the police cannot identify the body yet due to, to significant trauma. Then Emily rushes to tell Arya and Hannah after her mom says, Play, please don't tell your friends, okay? But she goes to tell them. <laughs> At Riley's sister pulls out a black hoodie into a crumble tickets from her pillow. The third A Tim member is revealed, Spencer Hastings. Whoa! Um, a plus episode. It was crazy. I can't believe I just said whoa like that. Anyway, really good episode. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but my only qualm is like, you're kidnapping a kid. Like that kid did nothing to nobody. Like let it go. Just no. It was it was psychotic. Um, I don't know. It was a really good episode. So, let's do the season finale, which is episode 24. Spencer is released from Radley. To celebrate, she invites her friends over to a soiree. After receiving a clue from Malcolm while babysitting him, uh, Hannah determines that Spencer was the one who kidnapped Malcolm, because when she confront when uh, Arya confronted Malcolm, she um, he said that, oh, your friend Allie picked me up. And so, um... Anyway, Hannah um, was the one that got it out of Malcolm because um, Hannah wanted money and wanted answers. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, Arya's, uh, Emily, and Hannah band together to trick Emily to find out her motives. Uh, Sister finds Toby, and it's both determined that they each join ATT to protect one another and end up reconciling in a very big way. When since her falls for the Elias trip, she is forced to come clean with her friends about Toby, her A-team involvement, and Rick's plans for the four of them at the soiree. Emily catches Jenna, Melissa, and Shauna conspiring something at Jenna's house. At the soiree, the Elias confront Mona at the lodge while Toby and Spencer venture out to determine Rick's identity. So I know that to all three A-team members. So even Mona doesn't know. Wait, I'll explain. I'll clarify in a little bit. However, someone tries the liars with Mona in the lodge and sets it on fire, leaving them no escape. Spencer sees Redcoat get out of the plane, and at first question, he thinks it's Allison. Toby is knocked unconscious in the woods, and the mysterious figure drops a letter by his hand, making him look responsible for starting the fire. Redcoat pulls the liars and Mona out of the lodge. Hannah wakes up and sees the Redcoat staring at her. Redcoat is filled to be very much alive, Allison De Laurentiis. Mona says that she saw Allison too. Spencer comes back and says she saw Allison as well. On the way back to Rosewood, Mona reveals that Redcoat would sometimes wear a mask to 
that looks like Allison's face. That means Rebecca could just have looked like Allison. And Eliza Menace bought Wilden's car in front of the church. With the video of Ashley running on him over plays with an added clip of Jenna and Seanan dragging away his body. Spencer notices that something's fishy about the trunk. Before opening it, all five girls receive the same text that reads, Your mind now kisses A. Spencer opens the trunk and all five girls gasp in unison at the sight of its contents. In the final scene, a hand reaches out from the dirt and another grabs it and starts pulling the trap person out. This episode was bonkers. I gave this an A++ again. So good. This was actually insane. So, okay, when, um, back when, backtracking to, I'm talking about Mona and the, um, actual, um, watch with them. She's like, I want to know who he is. And so she doesn't know who it is. And she's very frustrated because she was so close to meeting her. And, um, she's just, it's just so crazy and psychotic. So anyway, it was a really good episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, really nothing else to add to it. But, um, we see it's very much Allison that's alive, but the lies are still kind of vague on that. But anyway, it was a really good episode, and I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Overall, I would give the series... Not the series, but the season. I'll give it a strong A. It was a really strong season. I really, really enjoyed it. And, um... Uh, Ezra's back at school, and Arya and Ezra are definitely broken up. Um, so you can teach him and get money to provide for his kid. Um, so yeah, there's also that as well. So anyway, that's it for this podcast. This was a entirely too long. I need to definitely break it up next time. Like I have been doing it. I don't want to make a like an hour and, a, and some change podcast. So anyway, I hope you all have a great day, even or night, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll catch y'all the next podcast. Bye.